Shall we begin? And <laughs> one, two, three, go. Strangers in I front know. of the mic. Well, you are. I, for, for sure. I have been on the mic. You've been on the mic. Yeah. Congratulations yeah. on your new podcast. Thank you. So this is love. Thank Did you. Oh my gosh. Really? <laughs> yeah, really? even before we get into that, can we just say <laughs> that we're happy to be here? And if you don't know where you are, welcome to the crazy of It's Related. I, I promise. promise. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. We missed that. Wow. We missed that. Yeah. We've been away for a little while. Um, yeah. and unexpectedly. A very unexpected leave. Yeah. Um, they've been a lot of changes. Mm. For us, yeah. um, as, 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 as it's related, I promise. Yeah. Um, and I think life was just life. Life was lifing. Life I, was lifing. I don't know um, what the hell that was. I think maybe just to explain to our audience mm. what the break really meant, uh, what, what caused it. Um, first of all, we don't like to be inconsistent. Yeah. Yeah. That's important to say. Yeah. We mm. don't like to be inconsistent. We usually are not inconsistent mm-hmm. on IRIP, which is something that I love that we're, we're able to show up. Yeah. But those so much going on you had like three travel dates in the mm, last month yeah you, you you traveled three times and then i traveled twice yeah then there was like a big work event for me that i got on well as in it's just been things it's been things it's been a lot of things but i think also um and i don't know how you feel about this but i feel it's important to say that like okay me as me, I feel like this podcast, it, it just brings so much joy to my life, right? And I feel like at the end of the day, me as me, I have a full-time ridiculously demanding job, but this is my passion project. Yeah. And so sometimes, even if, if you guys see that we are away, just know there's work being done in the background to yeah. try to get us back on track. Like me and Jules are constantly messaging each other like babe okay when when can we record when can we record it's not like we just up and leave and like, yeah. we don't care you know yeah. like, we're so dedicated i wish you guys could see some of our messages like we're sometimes we're even very hard on ourselves mm-hmm. on not being consistent so i just felt it's important to point out that as much as we don't do this full-time because there's people who are lucky enough to be able to podcast full-time shout outs to you guys weren't like, we just saying we wish we could I like know, podcast full-time, full-time. You know, would, hey, let me would i quit my i think honestly if like if 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 we could earn you know really really well and have job security yes. from the podcast, me I think I would do this full time, babe. Yeah, I swear to God. Yeah, I mean mm. it would make life so much easier. Because mm. I, mean, I think this is my this is a this, this is, is your, a this is my passion. Is this your passion? Oh. Um, not particularly at the podcasting. I, I love podcasting. I think mm. what my passion is storytelling. Mm, yeah, I, I love expressing right. myself and I love yeah. connecting with people. Let yeah. me just say that I love connecting with an audience, yeah. whether it's a real life audience or it's an invisible audience. Mm. I like to entertain. I like to perform. Yeah. I like to storytell. So hey. whatever way that comes, you know, That's you're being called, oh, Jules, we want you to be a part of, first of all, one of my biggest dreams is to act. You know, baby, you're so, such a we, wait, we haven't even introduced ourselves. I'm Jules, guys. You know, we always assume everyone knows who we are. And I'm Sharon. Yes, this is Jules and this is Sharon. And we have a, a, a very invisible member known as Noni. Mudosh. Mudosh. Um, IRIP was formerly Noni, Jules and Sharon, yeah. but... Um, 
because of Noni's work, she had to step away from mm. the podcast, but yeah. she's still very much part of us in right. absentia. Yes. Um, and she, where is she currently? She's currently in the Radan hey. in London. She's London vibes. Uh, you know, I want to see the Big Ben ah. and everything. Oh, shout out to you, mother. Let's just give her, let's give her a quick shout out. Hey, Noni, congratulations. Oh, <laughs> Do you know Stop. Julia has discovered... I must expose you. So this thing we record this podcast on, it's called a roadcaster. <laughs> and it comes inbuilt with these two sounds. Sound effects. <laughs> I tell you, so Julia is sitting where I normally sit, which is in front of the roadcaster. And she just started pressing random buttons. And I was screaming like, baby, baby, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. So she's discovered this sound effect. So just know for the rest of this episode, <laughs> if you hear sound effects that just... Maybe press one. <laughs> I discovered sound effects, guys. I'm like a, a kid in a candy store. Let me tell you, it's a rap, guys. It's a rap. So be, be, just know, just know. Yeah. Heads up, heads up, heads, heads up. up. Heads up. <laughs> but congrats, Noni. Noni yeah. is like, she's, in, she's at the next step of her career. Mm. She's doing big things yeah. in, in, in Big Ben. Right? Like she's in the headquarters of the BBC. You know, headquarters as a, as of a, London as an ex BBC person, babe, there's such a prestige of working in the mothership, like in the. HQ, huh? we call it Broadcasting House. Yeah. it's It really carries a lot of prestige. So shout out to her. Even Ian Wafula is there. Oh, congrats to At the to moment. Yeah. yeah. So oh, shout out to you guys. Like so proud. Even I want to congratulate Julia. Oh, me? For your oh, podcast. Yes. Thank you. No, babe, it's such a labor of love. Like I feel like I've watched you from the beginning, like inception. Like, babe, I want to do a podcast. I don't know about love and heartbreak. Da, yeah. da, 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 da. Yeah. And to see it to fruition, to filming, not filming, recording all the episodes. And because I'm just, I'm usually just in the room as she records and I'm just like, wow, this mm-hmm. shit is dope. <laughs> it's heavy. So yeah. yeah, if you guys haven't had a chance, where can they find it? Where can they listen to it? Yes. The name of the podcast is So This Is Love. Um, it's pretty new. I only have two publications out mm. um you can find it on anchor yeah you can find it on spotify you can find it on google Podcasts. Oh, that one took long you guys google Podcasts, spotify apple Podcasts. Yeah. um Cast Where, wherever you get your podcast or wherever you find your podcast <laughs> please make sure to subscribe and share with a friend leave us a review because it really does help us grow oh Look at me, I'm a podcaster. Yo, where Don was posting the other day? What do you call podcasters? I was like, I don't know if I I don't know how I feel about this name, podcaster. Podcaster. It's like like you're forcing. Uh, This is nice, like a broadcaster, but broadcaster. She's a podcaster. Okay, I guess when you put it like that. Yeah. Because I feel like when somebody says, I I am a podcaster. There's always a, a hesitation because mm. it's a new word. Mm. You don't find podcast media podcaster yeah. podcaster in like in English, so it's. It feels foreign. Hard, foreign. Yeah. Mm. So I was like, couldn't we just get a new name for us? Like, are we like, we're, we're pods or we're Artie podders? Pod, a podders? Yeah. She's a podder. I'm a podder. Yeah. Mm, she's a, well, then I podder. said she's a pod, podster. And I was like, that's way too close to another word oh, that we oh, would say. Yeah. I was it, saying rockstar. No. It's the other podster one. Mm, podster. Sounds Same very one. close to another name <laughs> that is a, another kind of star. You know, Julia, you, you can do swear words, but you can't say the word podster. But you will say, fuck shit. But you will say podster. I'm embarrassed. I'm shy. Yeah, I, I cast. I have, I have, oh my God. My mom is telling mouth. me. My mom listens to my stuff and she's like, you know, I really like your thing, but I, just, I wish you could just reduce the cussing. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Okay. 
<laughs> anyway, thanks, Mom. Thanks for listening. Oh, have a day. All right. So, um, hey, to get to business, um, today's episode is basically been inspired by our hiatus, yeah. where we've been saying life hey. is lifing. Mm. Um, adulting, feeling like there's so many things moving in our lives mm. and so our life is demanding so much from us exactly. at the same time. Yeah. Physically, financially, emotionally, emotionally. And it's like, yeah. nigga, I'm one person. Mm. Like, you know, and we were just like going through the emotions, Sharon and I, like, man, you know, I wish... I wish I just knew. Mm. I wish I knew this. Like, did I have to, did I have to go through this mm. to get to this point? And I think ultimately at the end, whenever we go through something, yeah. I mean, it's either you're bitter about it or you're like, if you really allow it to teach you, yeah. if you allow it to be a teachable moment, mm. then you go back and say, there's no way in hell I'd have gotten to where I am now. Had I not gone through that. Had I not gone through exactly. that. So we said we would like to, do an episode where we give notes to our younger selves. Yes. Um, and instantly we were both excited about that know. idea because I was like, if I could go back to a 20 year old me, this yeah. is what I'd say. Mm. I've done something similar on different platforms. Mm-hmm. I think it's something we did or rather on over 25, which is my uh, um, YouTube channel that I'm a part of. Yeah. We, one of the questions we did like a Q and A and one of the questions is what advice would you give to your younger self? Mm-hmm. So I, I responded to that in just like, you know, quick two minutes. Mm-hmm. But the reason I'm happy we're able to do this here is that we can really break it down. Yeah. Go in depth and go in depth. Um, um, and I know Sharon, you broke down your, feedback My reflections your yeah. reflections into like different stages of your life mm. um so i'd like you to take us off just start us off how did you damn break girl, it down damn girl. what do we expect from you today <laughs> so let me just preface by saying so firstly when you send me the message at we do advice to a younger self i remember just thinking hmm i don't know i don't know how i feel about it because I just, I, I knew I'm going to have to do inner work, homework. Why do you run away from that all I the time? I don't know, babe. So weird. I'm and just, the way you're such a, it's, it's icky, icky. you're a person for reflection. But then I, when it comes to certain I things, don't, I don't you're know. like, you're like, because oh. there's things maybe I'm, I, I haven't confronted and I know I have to, which is crazy because me to confront for, for me and by myself, I struggle with it, but I'm happily going to confront it for the podcast. Like, <laughs> that's what I'm telling you, this is my passion. Like I'll, I'll do anything and whatever it takes. Um, and, and yeah, I knew I'm going to have to do inner homework and sit down and really think about it. Like, cause I've, I've tried, I tried therapy once and these were the kind of questions I was being asked, you know, what advice would you give your younger self? Write a letter to you to who apologize to your younger self apologizing. And I was just like, Oh my God, this is so scary. I don't know. Mm. So, so I'm sure you'd never even, have you heard of shadow work? No. What is that? That one is not me. I'm scared of that. So What's shadow work. Um, so shadow work, I'm not, I, I might, I don't want to butcher. Mm, give me a slicker. It's, it's, it's a work that you do, like you confront your shit, your Damn. traumas, your triggers, mm. your, like the negative, you know, the way you have like bad traits, I guess, yeah, like maybe yeah. you're arrogant, mm. or you're malicious. And you're like, I don't think I like this part of me. Yeah. Or, or, or maybe not negative things. It could just be addressing like for example why i always date narcissists mm, so okay. you have to like do some shadow work because yeah. it's it's I, i'm not sure guys maybe um, our listeners can respond explain, and explain yeah. but like it's i just know you have to go into some depths of Damn. of who you are mm. um and 
and deal with those like the shadows i guess i don't know and mm. for me i was just like oh i don't know if i want to do shadow work it sounds like i just want to go to therapy scary. and then i'm told okay so just breathe 10 times <laughs> I know. Um, and Musa. then write a love letter to your 18 year old self <laughs> i'm like oh my god i'm perfect i'm fixed no more trauma in my life we good on the side yeah so shadow work shadow work is another hey, thing no those are the things that i i think really scared me from right. scared me out of therapy but anyway, so for, for, for this, for this topic, what I, what I did or how, how I processed the, the episode when you said, we, you know, let's try this out. I just thought of, okay, my younger self. And I remember thinking I've evolved so much and I've almost been so many different versions of myself. So I broke it down in terms of my childhood self, my high school self, my uni self, and my current self. So current self is not my younger self, but you know. I feel like the me I am today and the me I was yesterday and even last week, mm. I think because of the pace of my life currently, I am still evolving, you know? So, so that's how I broke it down and that's how I'm going to approach the episode today. And so to just kick us off, um, I think as I was reflecting on my childhood self, the, the one thing that really stood out to me is this story my dad always tells me about me. He's like, you know, Sharon, for some reason, like you just learned how to talk so much quicker than than normal kids, you know, and for some, and he, he really holds on to that memory or that trait mm. or that it's almost like one of his proudest achievements of me. And I've done some things, you know, but he's always so proud of that. And, um, I've, I've never really known what it means because I, I, I don't, I'm not an expert on childhood on, you know, upbringing and childhood development, development it's due for years. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what that means or what that says about me. But what I do know is that um, because of that, so I remember in like, was it kindergarten? Because I started talking so early on and and I remember getting into so much trouble in class because I'm always talking. I don't know that I was saying anything wrong or right, but I was just like a noisemaker, like chatty chatty. And, you know, the teachers would always get me in trouble. And I think my dad was someone to school to to be told how I'm, I'm being noisy naughty. and yeah. naughty, you know. It's and this cool. guy stood up to them and said, don't try and silence my daughter. Like, this is something remarkable about her. And, you know, I just, I won't, I won't take you guys trying to discipline her into silence. And I think for me, it was the first time, I, I don't know, I just, I feel like I've always held on to that um, validation, my, my voice being valid. And, and it's, I think it's what's driven me even into the spaces that I've been into, into my current career working in media and journalism, like I'm not afraid of my voice at all, whether I'm saying the right thing or the wrong thing. I think my, my ability to self-express my confidence was built from my dad standing up to those teachers and saying, no, this, this thing she does is, is her thing. Like she's not, we're not going to change it. We're not going to demonize it. Like this is what makes her special. Um, and so my advice to my younger self, that particular childhood self is keep, keep doing that, like keep staying confident, keep, you know, keep, keep your voice loud. Don't be, don't be shy about it. Don't be disciplined into silence, you know? And, and I feel like nobody was saying those words to me because obviously I was a kid, Yeah. but I really feel like if I could meet her today and, and she was my daughter, I would do exactly what my dad did, but vocalize like this this uh, this is this is a trait that will get you to such amazing heights when you're older. You it's know? your it's part of your it's your gift. essence. It's your gift, yeah. you know. So that's what I would tell. I just be like, bitch, you. This voice will get you into such special rooms and special spaces. Mm. So don't be afraid of it. Lean into it, and life will just be 
will be Gucci, you know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, my that's, first one. that's like a core memory for you. Uh, uh, completely. Yeah. That was a, uh, what is called a building block. Yeah. That was a building block. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, so, oh, wow, okay. Um, I was so engrossed, I even forgot. <laughs> now, also, I'm no longer just a host. <laughs> I'm also a participant. Um, yeah, so, to my younger self, I, I didn't break it down like that. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why I love doing podcasts with other people, because there's variety. Mm-hmm. But um, for me, when I was giving advice to my younger self, or notes to my younger self, I did it in a way where I was looking at my younger self as, maybe I'd say... 19 to 30, right? The last, the last 10 years of my life, last 15 years of my life. Yeah. Um, because I feel like that is when I really got into life, like had to make decisions Mm -hmm. and I started to look at the world for answers and mom and dad were no longer there to, to tell me no or yes. Um, the structures that I knew to put me in place, for example, uh, school, boarding, mm. prep, nini, they, you know, now you're in the world. Right. Um, you're an adult, but you're still young. Those, mm. those, those for me, I think those are the, I think my twenties were very, um, overwhelming for me. There was yeah. so much going on. Yeah. My twenties were also quite traumatic for mm. me. Um, I've gone, I went through a lot, you know, I, Jesus Christ. I just, like, if I knew what my 20s had in store for me, I, I'm happy. I think there's a reason why God is like, no one knows the future. Yeah. Because if you guys know what's going to happen, none of you is going to be okay. Mm. And when you come on the, out on the other side, you're like, man, I am, I am, I, I, I got this. Like, yeah. I can go through this. Yeah. You know, that's why support system is so important. But anyway, I went through a lot in my 20s. And I can't imagine who, how I went through it. Like, yeah, I'm just like, guy. That babe. Jules. You did it. <laughs> you know? So I think um, that's where, uh, not I think, but that's who, who I'm, I'm talking about. Yeah, okay. That girl who's fresh out of high school, getting into uni, does uni, finishes uni, gets into the corporate world. Oh, um, we need a, an episode about corporate Kenya. Jehovah Jireh. I'm already triggered. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Mm, um, you know, um, going through life, trying to figure out my career, going through life, trying to figure out my identity as yeah. a woman. Yeah. Like, especially because I was creative and then I was also in corporate and, mm. I was like, and then trying to find love and like, I need to be married by, 30 yeah. at least. Let me at least have a kid by 31. And you know, there's just so much going on. Anyway, so my advice to my younger self, the first thing I'd say is people will disappoint you. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Your family will disappoint you or can disappoint you. Um, and not will. So this is what I'm trying to, I need to clarify. I'm not saying to my younger self, this is what's going to happen. I'm not mm. giving you a cheat code into the future. Mm-hmm. I'm just telling you what could happen. People can disappoint you. Yeah. Be aware of that. Yeah. Don't be so shocked. Yeah, when, when it happens. When it happens. When your friends let you down. Yeah. Friends who you think are your sisters let you down. That one. Betray that you, which I think is even more hurtful than family For sometimes. sure. Or even your partner. Yeah, your friends. I feel friends hurt more than partners. Even. I think they do because with partners, you're always on edge. You know, mm, like, something could happen. <laughs> <laughs> and then with family, it's like, man, I'm stuck with you. Yeah, there's nothing else. Yeah, but like when your friend like betrays your trust, yeah. goes against like a, what you call a girl code. You hear talking about girl code, girl code, but then we're going, you know, things will happen. Mm-hmm. And 
So people will disappoint you. And one thing you need to understand is not everybody has the same moral code than you do. Bro, yes. You yeah. might be looking at somebody and you're like, I don't understand your moral code. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought, why would you do that? Why would you do that to somebody? Why would you do that to me? Mm. Why would you talk about, like, you, you know, I, I remember having this experience with this friend of mine who we were close, but then I, I, we're, not, we're not friends anymore. And there's only one friend, two friends in my life, I'd say, like, I, 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 I'd cut off, right? Mm. But prior to that, I never had this thing of breaking up with friends, mm. right? This is something that's very new to me. But this girl, I remember she... It's like me and you, mm. we're friends. Then I'm friends with her. Yeah. And she knows me and you are friends. And she'll be like, hey, Mase, Sharon, she's weird. And mm. I'm like, bro, we, we, are, we don't talk about each other. Yeah. You know, like, oh, or she's fat. Like, she, or she needs to do something about her weight. Really? Yes. And, nah. and, the, mm-hmm. and the crazy thing is that I was close now to her, very close to her. And I was close to now you, mm. the other person who's been spoken about. So people like that. And obviously she ended up doing some crazy shit. To me, or do just doing things that I just did not agree with. Yeah. Um, so people will disappoint you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the people who will disappoint you can really shock you. Yeah. And it makes you reevaluate certain things. So I would tell my younger self, people can disappoint you. And um just take it with grace and that's a them problem. Right. You know, yeah. not, uh, don't take it personal. Don't take it personal. Figure out how to not take it personal because yeah. me telling you not to take it personal, it will not happen. Just know when that time comes, you need to figure that out. Mm. Yeah. People will disappoint you, babe. And the only, yeah, and the only yeah. person who will disappoint you is somebody who is in your life. Close to you. If, yeah. the, watch, the watchman, if he disappoints you, it's, it's just because he, he forgot to watch the car. <laughs> you know, whatever. But like, if somebody actually disappoints you, it's, it's somebody... they're close to you. Yeah. yeah. People Ish, will disappoint yeah. you. Mm. That yeah. is that is uh, that is an important one. Mm. And, and, it should not, and it should not define. You know, these things like they can really shake you, Sana. Yeah. So, so, so I think so. It's important to have a relationship with, like, more than one. Like, have a, a good relationship with your friends. Have a good mm. relationship with your mom. Have a good support system where you're able to fall back on somebody else. Mm. You know. Yeah. Ah. I love it. I love it. In fact, it, it brings me to, it's not very related, but my next point. <laughs> it's related, <laughs> I, I promise. promise. Um, so this kind of fast forwards me to now my, my high school self. So my high school self, my high school self was, I don't know, I, I had such, I, I was such a tomboy. Like I was a proper tomboy. I was sports captain. I hadn't really like blossomed or hit puberty. So I, I literally looked like a boy. Um, and I think we touched on this a little bit when we did that episode in season one on, on a b- body image and mm. positivity or something like that. And I just remember I, I had leaned into some like masculine energy that I had. And I think I would truly believe everyone has a masculine energy and feminine energy, even men and, and women. Like yeah. we, we have elements of both. And I was really walking in my masculine energy and, and I, I loved sports and I, and I, I really, I don't know, it, it was, it, it was something beyond w- what I could even explain. Right. And, and I remember when I was in, how old was I? Was I 12? No. How old was I? I basically traveled to, to Sweden to play uh, handball for, for our team, for, for, the, for the Kenya team. Yeah, you are actually, you are a sports... I was a sports, sports girl. Yeah, babe. Like yeah. I was a proper sport and everything, you know, basketball. So handball was what I was was really good at at that time. And I got a, like I did so well, got a scholarship to 
to study in Germany. What? And and Belgium. Like I got like three offers to study in Germany, Belgium, play for their national teams. Oh my and, gosh. And this same father of mine who was over here validating me was like, nah, like that's not what is a what is a handball player? <laughs> like mm. that doesn't make any sense. Um and and because obviously he was he was my guardian, my, like he's the one who, who makes those decisions. I hadn't I wasn't 18 yet. And um I just remember feeling so crushed because I knew I was so good at it. I enjoyed it. And, you know, he, he made it look like I have to go to school first. And I was like, see, I can still do school and do this other thing. Cause the, the kind of the, the contract was such that I would be a handball player and, um, study, but then studies were like 20%, 80% you're, you're more of a sports professional mm. and 20% you're like in a, in like a college studying, whatever. And he was just very against that. He was like, no, I think the, the right thing to do is you finish finish school mm-hmm. and then get back to, you can always do sports as a hobby, you know? And of course I followed the path that he dictated because, you know, that's my, that's my dad. That's we, your dad. You, you have to do what your dad says or your parents say. And I think from that point on, I've always felt like there's an inner athlete in me that died. Right. Oh, I feel or like it's dormant. Died, or it's dormant. Yeah. And, and I think it's dormant because every, like I'm obsessed with sports movies and I was sharing the other day on Instagram because, um, uh, Creed, Creed, is it three or two? It's coming out and I, and th- the excitement, I feel like a kid just watching these stories. Creed is about, um, uh, this, this boxer and it's, I think it's, it's a prelude. No, a, what is it called? It's a sequel from, uh, Rocky and just, I love watching stories about athletes, whichever athlete, a swimmer, a basketball player, you know, rugby. Like I just love listening to their stories because I feel like inside there's still that girl who was going to be a professional in, in such whichever athlete, you know, you, you, you can think about. Cause I just really loved sports. I, I feel like sportsmen and women are like superheroes. Like they are modern day superheroes in the sense that they have these like God given abilities, but they're still human. But they're able to do, you know, things that ordinary humans are not necessarily able to do. Like Kipchoge, you know, these guys, like they really inspire me more than, um, I don't know, like ce- celebrities. I don't think celebrities inspire me as much as athletes inspire me. And I really feel like it's because I didn't get to live out that dream that I, I fully, like at some point I fully thought I'm actually going to be a professional handball player. Um, and it just didn't come to be. Mm-hmm. So I feel like my advice to that version of myself would have been to, 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 to try and I, w- I wish I had the, the, I don't know if it's the English or the, 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 the drive to be able to really push back and say, this is what I want to do. Like, I really want to, 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 to do sports. I really want to live out that dream. Like I don't yeah. want to follow the conventional path that my parents were, were insisting that I do. Eventually like, I kind of, broke away in my own way. Cause if, if, if I, if I went to my parents, way, I would have been a lawyer, you know, probably cause that's, 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 that's what they wanted me to be. But I, I knew I was going to be a professional athlete. I didn't know in what sport cause mm. I just loved them all. And I wish, I wish my younger self had a bit more, you know, msimamo, right? Yeah, like yeah. a bit more uh, of a stand in terms of what I loved and what I was passionate about and what I was good at. It still rears its head occasionally. Like I feel like I've, I've, I've been true to myself in, in ways, but that was the OG dream. That was mm. the OG, like Sharon Mashira, 
broke the world record on like i can have see you, myself have you ever tried like joining any you know, like team it's it's not i babe like, I, I feel like i feel like you've talked about this so many times sharon yeah i know and i'm just somewhere. like girl guys can you just put sharon on a basketball team I, or a football nah, babe, team? I, no? you, i don't i don't know that it's i think it's too sensitive like i, I it's like i even feel like crying right okay. now because it's, it's such a it's such a, a a sensitive point um to the point where i because trust me, I I follow all these like the Kenya basketball team. The like I I I buy into their story so much. I wanted to be a sports documentary journalist mm-hmm. mm. um, because I felt okay. At least this is near. Because I did journalism, maybe I can do sports journalism. You're called, or, that is what they're I called. I was like, yeah. That's what they call shadow artists. There, have exactly. you heard of that? I, like when you're okay. Actually, maybe I, I, <laughs> I'm trying to think if it's the one I'm thinking about. What is a shadow artist? So there's this book I've mentioned a couple of times across my social media that mm. I, I really love and I've not been able to finish. I wish you could do it together, Sharon. It's called The Artist's Way. I've told you about it numerous oh, yeah. times. Oh, said we'll do it together. Babe. Yeah, because it's a 12-week kind of like program. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a book written by an artist. What is she? Is she a writer? I think a writer or a playwriter. Mm. Her name is Julia Cameron. So she wrote this book called The Artist's Way. And it's kind of like, almost like your guide into... I don't know if it's getting out of a creative block not necessarily mm. you could even be still doing okay but it's like how to keep your creative juices flowing no, oh yeah yeah, yeah so yeah. she talks there's so many things she there's so many amazing that book is amazing babe mm. um but uh, i don't know why i stopped because it's very like one chapter you can read it in 10 minutes oh yes so each chapter is very short yeah then at the end you ha- you can read maybe one chapter let's say okay to be realistic maybe say 20 20 25 minutes mm, mm-hmm. and then at the end of that chapter there's like 10 things, 10 tasks. Mm. And then she says, pick at least, I think she says five out of the 10 mm-hmm. and pick the one that scares you the most. The one you say, or you resist the most. Yeah. Uh, pick the one that you find the easiest, like it's boring. Mm. Pick that one as well. And then there's like, then are the rest. Mm. Yeah. And these tasks are simple. Some are simple. Some are like, um, um, list down ten childhood memories that you can remember that you had you were having the best time. Yeah, or games you loved playing as a child. Mm. You list them down. Then maybe one task is like do one of these by the end of this month. Right. Like, okay. Because like, yeah. I really loved roller skating. Like me, my joy was really. <laughs> Rollerblades, ay, 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 ay. it keeps coming up. So Wait, like, rollerblades are the ones, four of them, or it's in a in a line. They want they, okay. They're all the called roller, roller skates, mm. but in a, just in Kenya, in Kenya, we used to say rollerblades are the ones that are in one line. Okay, one yeah. Okay. Mm. And then the skates are the ones that are in pairs. The mm. wheels, the wheels, wheels are in pairs. Yeah. So I used, to, I used to really love rollerblades. I loved it so much. Really, I really enjoyed riding my bike, but I don't ride bikes anymore. You know, I know this yeah. bike ride, biking, riding a bike is like to go for a hike in I Karura. Know. And it's like, no, I just want it's to so ride deep. the bike. Exactly. Like, I just like want I to just ride casually. Them. Yeah, man. Like, I know this pressure for calories and counting you know, steps and <laughs> bloody fucking. So, <laughs> and she can't sip on stuff. <laughs> God damn it. Um, what, what are we saying? So, yeah, yeah. So, in the book, yeah, artistry. shadow mm-hmm. artists, she says, shadow artists are those creatives mm. who they 
for some reason did not do what they wanted to mm. do so they get into roles that support okay so for example you're like an agent uh, 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 right a sports agent a sports agent or you're mm. like a, an acting actor agent or you're a coach or you're a, you know so you're not doing the thing because mm. you have a fear or something blocking mm. you but you get close you, so that you're still in there you're still in the space but you're mm. not allowing uh, your true potential to come out that's so right she does say though it doesn't mean that everybody who is in those rules is a shadow artist but she says majority of them are wow um, i so get that yeah do you know i think d- definitely if i go into the sports documentaries journalism space that would 100% have been shadow 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 artist yeah. i actually i thought shadow artist was like you you shadow an, an artist, artist. Yeah. yeah so that's what i thought you were referring to but i fully agree with that and I think there's a part of me that would have found that so inauthentic that I, I fought not... Because he was a journalist and even at BBC, you, you could cover whatever the hell you wanted. It wasn't that deep. Like I could easily have done, dedicated myself to do sports stories. But I think because of... That would have just felt so inauthentic because for real, for real, I I'd, um, and I would have felt like I would much rather be on the other side mm. of whatever story this is, you know? Um, but, but what I, what I have realized is that I, I do have, or I retained an athlete's mindset. And I, I think that athlete's mindset is what's, um, helped me get to, 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 to where I'm in life and maneuver life. Because mm-hmm. I, 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 I listen to a lot of motivational talks from athletes. Like th- these guys are literally my, my heroes, like Kobe. I remember when my first Facebook account was Sharon Kobe Bryant. <laughs> yeah. Me, I was it married was... to, to Jay-Z. What was his what name? Was Sean, Sean. Carter. Carter. <laughs> God damn what it. What was your full name on Facebook? It was just my name. Julia Carter. No, no. but then it was like in a, in a marriage. Oh, in a, married oh you too. could ask. So I created a fake account for, for Sean Carter. But those days there was no like catfishing, okay? And that was like, normal, yeah. yeah like, was, this was like... Gosh, this my, was like in primary school. My name was Sharon Bryant K. <laughs> <laughs> On Facebook. Let me tell you, Kobe Bryant is actually my hero. Like when he died, it was really, really oh, tough on me. Days. But it's, it's, yeah, I do have an athlete's mindset. Like the, that's, that's, a, that's how I approach my life. Mm. Like I, I, I don't believe in, in talent. I believe in skills. Like, yeah, that's, this is, I view, I'm, I believe in practice, practice, practice. I don't think I'm good at many things. I just put in a lot of hours to be good at those things. And that's, that's how athletes are. You know, it's all about practice. You don't think there's a little bit of talent in there? Some gift? I think gift, but gift without that discipline is, is redundant. Yeah. Like there's, you can be very talented, but if you don't have that discipline, and I think it's Kipchoge who says, um, true discipline is when you're not a slave to your, what does he call them? A slave to your moods, mm. you know? And, and, and that, that is, I think that, what what I want to read is the athlete's way. Someone needs to write that book. Mm-hmm. Julia Cameron, please write it. Okay, she's not an athlete. But can an athlete write the athlete's way? No, but, maybe... but she, does, she does mention something like that. Like mm. you, you, you don't wait for inspiration to create. Mm. Right. Yeah, because that's what a lot of artists say. They're like, oh, I'm not in the mood. Yeah. I'm not inspired. I da, 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 da. It's like, no, you have to do... There are things that she's putting out in place in the book. Right. That, um, that allow for creativity, for inspiration to come. Because this is like, no one really knows where it comes from. Some people say it comes from the subconscious. Yeah. A new idea. Mm. I honestly believe, 
like he comes from God or whoever Same. or whatever yeah. is out Higher there. Power, yeah. Yes, and and it's that's your that is why you're put on this earth to do that thing or to mm. do those things because mm. I don't think you if you're going to be a journalist and that is your thing it's the only thing. I think yeah. we are all multi-talented and in many many yeah. Yes, 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 yes because one day you want to do a podcast and then you're like okay, you know what? I think I'm going to going to get into business now. Mm. There are many there are many things you can do in mm. your in your lifetime. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So yes, babe, okay. for me that's yeah hey man i've i've really got into a place i've i've never really explored um out loud i, I was, didn't even know this about i mean i knew yeah. you liked sports i mean I, i knew you were good at sports Do you know babe but I, i didn't know it was to the point that you're talking um about right now like to the point where you're like i don't want to talk i don't want to get married because mm. it's such a sensitive space because i do understand that yeah. which kind of gets me to my uh, second one right mm. um You know why I understand that Sharon mm. is because that's how I feel about painting. Oh, and you're so, so good. Exactly. Everyone's oh, like yo, paint, yo, yo, paint, yo. paint, paint. And I'm like I don't think you guys understand. Wow. Painting triggers me. Re- what? Yeah. Oh. Like okay, but maybe it's gotten better. Mm. But like when I started really painting, you know, like I told you my 20s, hey chaotic mm. so i'm not very, i'm probably gonna put this in a book one day so i'm just gonna not talk about it now because like is this the things i want people to read privately in their bedrooms and mm. then they go to sleep instead of me <laughs> talking about it then it's copy pasted I don't, i don't know i just feel like this anyway i just went through a lot of crisis about myself mm. um when i was in my 20s and i started to paint yeah um, and i started to sell my art and painting is something that or art is something that was so fucking natural to me yeah um which gets to my point which is those things that are such a yeah are such a given for you like yeah. you like like oh of course God. that is where your purpose lies right. it doesn't mean i'm supposed to be a painter but it means <sighs> i yeah. i would tell myself sweetie mm. you are a creative through and through yeah okay yeah. stop doubting yourself stop second guessing yourself mm-hmm. stop second guessing your ideas yeah. your voice mm. speak explore that is where your purpose and your passion your, yeah. that's why you're watching, even i don't i don't want to marry passion and purpose, purpose. because there's not every hobby needs to become a, 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 a purpose a purpose or, or a, a, a source of income mm, exactly but i would tell myself those things that you're interested in so let me let me just give a backstory in high school mm. i was in one school uh, i was in my girls mm. i've talked about it I went there for only one time. My mom came for visiting day. <laughs> and she was, I think she just told my daddy, yo, oh, this chick we're removing her from here. I honestly didn't have a problem with the school. But I was, you know, you know every for one complains when you're being bullied. You're like, mom, I want to transfer. I'm so sure I'm transferring. But everyone always comes back mm. to school. After me, time you're back. I'm like, I'm still here. <laughs> Then anyway, I transferred to a private high school, mm. boarding school still. In my girls, there was no art. It was only home science as a technical subject. It's yeah. eight for four. So our technical subjects were agriculture, uh, agriculture, yeah, Damn. agriculture, home science, um, and I can't remember. So it was either you pick agriculture, home science. So I picked home science. I was like, yeah, I have to go back to sewing <laughs> and knitting <laughs> and cooking. Please explain to our international audience what home, home science, science is. I don't even know how to explain what home <laughs> science is. It's a subject. Okay, it's beneficial, but I don't want to be tested on it. So in home science, they teach you how. To cook, how right? to cook. Mm. They teach you how to sew. Mm. They teach you how to knit. I remember we talked yeah. about some knitting. So you're, you're told 
grooming, grooming, yeah. yeah, and but it's like scientific. It's very it's, yeah, man. Yeah. Like you, you have to presentation of food, all those right. things. People who are passionate about the hospitality, hospitality industry, I think, would love this. People who are, are interested in fashion, I think, would have really benefited. Yeah. She's trying to be a housewife, I think, as mm, well. Maybe not housewife, babe. That thing was technical for real. Said, I don't like, remember the, doing the that. Way, technical, babe. It was technical. Like it was serious. It was, listen, <laughs> when, you, when you're there, you're showing a lap bag and the, a lap bag. The, 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 the running stitch is not straight. I remember running And hook stitch, stitch and whatever the fuck those things were, back stitch. <laughs> but they're those things, but they've come through for me because there are days my button has. So for example, if you if your button breaks, you don't mm. go to a fundi. You don't you go to, fix you fix it yourself. So home science used to teach us those things. But I was not into it. I was like, I don't yeah. want to be, I don't want to be like examined on that and given a grade. Yes, yeah. You know, I want to do like a course mean. on Saturdays, like a sewing class and a knitting class. By the way, I actually enjoy knitting, just so you know. Really? Yeah. Hey, I'm learning about you, babe. Like, yeah. you know how to knit. I know how to knit one knitting style. I just okay. know the, the pearl, the pearl knit. Is it? Is it it's, as relaxing as people say it is? I think it is. I actually mm. still have my knitting needles um, in my oh. house. Like when I moved so we go on a knitting date, babe. It's very quiet. It's not a date thing. It's mm. like, it's very quiet. You, I just, you just sit down and knit and like, like knit and like maybe watch a movie as you're knitting. It's, it's, yeah, I can't picture you knitting, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's really With cool. The nails. So, so whole science actually did that. Yeah, but yeah, I yeah. didn't, I, I think also the school I was in, I don't know, you know, this an environment can really fuck up your attitude a towards, experience. Yeah, yeah. your learning experience and your attitude towards a subject. So mm. there was no art. Anyway, so I transfer, right? Yeah. But back to me transferring from high school. I transfer to another high school and that school has art. Mm. Now I'm joining to start art, but I'm joining like two sems late. Mm-hmm. But it didn't occur to uh, immediately. They said our technical subjects are home science, art. I don't know the other ones. Computers, French, fr- yeah. French. I mm-hmm. said, I said, I'm taking, I'm taking, I'm taking art. Mm. And it didn't hit me until a week later when I had my first art, art class that I was behind. Like I hadn't, oh. because remember I was doing home science in another school. So ah, I should right. have picked up home science in. To just continue. To continue. Right. But if I had, but if, let's say it was like geography, you know, if you had to pick geography or history, if mm. I'd already started with geography in one school, mm. there's no way I'm going to start doing geography, history, uh, history in, in, in another school. Because yeah. with those um, humanities, it was geography or history. Yeah. So what did you do? You did geography. I did geography. Oh, I did history. I did geography. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so, so I did art and I remember just thinking, I remember having a very strong awareness that mm. I, I don't like hard things. I don't like stress. <laughs> so I'm shocked that I picked to be behind, to, to be behind and catch up. Right. You know what I mean? And I got an in art. I loved it. Wow. I loved art, but also I think the way art is treated in Kenya in 844 is horrible. I remember. It is completely, <laughs> ru- I mean, like it's rubbish. Especially if you have me, I'm so lucky. We had the art teachers in my school were yeah. so dope. Shout out Miss Mukule, Miss Mukule. Damn, you taught remember me, their names? Yes, Miss Mukule taught me how to paint. Even after I, now when I started painting in my twenties, yeah. I reached out to her and I was like, "Teach me how do I stretch a canvas? Because mm. it's too expensive buying canvases from textbook center." She's like, "Yeah, hey, yeah, get this, get this, get this, do this, do this, do this." My high school teacher. I'm in my twenties. She's selling me this. So anyway, that just shows like where my interests were, mm. where my interests lied into so natural. And I was like, of course I'm going to do art. Duh. Mm. Fuck. I'm, I, you know? So, oh, the issue with technical subjects, just a sidebar is related, I promise. <laughs> art is such a practical subject. Mm. You do painting, you do, you know, pottery, you do all these other, there's a lot of stuff, you know, but me, yeah. I, was, I was really there for the painting. Mm. Um, but then in in the eight four, in the KCSE exam, which is the final exam for Form Four, 
you have so you have theory and practical yeah the practical is 20 percent yes and then the theory is 80 percent and what what was in the theory like what what are green what is the rainbow colors no i remember yeah but that's not form one i mean that's ah. easy when you get form four it's like okay what was what era was van gogh in really yeah, in it, yes impressionism cubism pablo picasso was in yeah, Cubist. yeah so those all those things Wow. Um, the theory now of art, mm. but it was not difficult for me because it's just about memorizing facts. One, mm. two, by the time you get to form four, let's say you take biology all the way from form one to form four, you don't drop biology. By the time you get to form four, you have like six exercise books of your notes mm. from form one because mm-hmm. you know, in form four, the KCSE exam, you're tested on everything from beginning of high school to the end of high school, which again, yeah. I think is ridiculous. Mm. So you have to memorize all these things for four years. Months. For your final exam, rather than being tested for the final year, ah. kind of thing, you know. Yeah. Anyway, so it also is crazy because then to university, I'm like, that didn't exist. You, yeah. you get a cumulative grade exactly, and you based get on, based on your performance from the beginning till exam, the end. Yeah. Anyways, so so the, I had like five, six tech exercise books and textbooks from from one for let's say biology because there's so much theory. Yeah. So it made sense if theory is hundred percent, whatever, or eighty percent, but at Oh yeah, because yeah, biology also had practical. You have mm. to go to the lab. So it was 80-20. Yeah. Right. So, but in art, the theory was so little, I had the same exercise book from Form 1, babe. It was in Tatars. Wow. Yeah, because there's not that much theory. theory so yeah. Well, in I guess in the system, there was not that much theory. Ah, damn. So I knew everything that I needed to know. Mm. But then the practical, which was what art really is about, was 20%. Was 20%. Yet... The practical, you have to start doing KCSE practical for art, like in second term. They give mm. you, you, you get your, you know, like you have to create a Kenyan dress. You can't do it in one, one day. Mm. So you have a, a six month project. Ah, yeah. And then you have a practical, which is four hours now on the KCSE on the day. On the day. And then you have the theory and all that practical, which has been going on for like six months plus four hours, mm. only takes 20%. Yet the theory exam is only one hour, 20 minutes. And it takes wow. 80% of the grid. I That's just found wild. it, I found it, it's upside down. Anyway, so what I'm trying to say is, um, just to, 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 to piggyback off of your, mm. your, your advice to your younger self about your interests and, mm. you know, your thing with sports. More, mm. For me, it's second guessing my, the things, the things that I loved. Um, yeah. art being one of them, broadcast media being another. Really? Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. When, I didn't know anything about journalism. I thought journalism is writing for the newspaper about politics. <laughs> so you see how I can you, see that, yeah. yeah. So you, and then, you know, in my time, Akina, Akina, Kasavuli. Akina, yeah. Akina, what's her name? Um, the Anki Gutas of today and, um, uh, Julie are, Gishuru. Julie Gishuru. Those, they were not there, Sana. Yeah. Like, we, we, me, the, my, my perception of media was so, I used to feel like I can't fit in there. I don't see myself there. Mm. So now that I've come out, I'm like, yo, that's what I was trying to do. Right. I didn't know that. I thought it's a writing newspaper about Moi. And, exactly. And, and what Moi's regime has and, done and, and how so there's so much corruption in Kenya. Yeah. You know, so I thought that's what yeah. journalism it's is. Like activism. Exactly. And mm. I, I was like, no, I don't know I don't, if I want to be a journalist. If I knew journalism had to do with create a or show. lifestyle or lifestyle, yeah. but you see, lifestyle was not uh, given any right, no, no value precedent. Yeah, so yeah. my dad would be like, I'm not going to take you to school to be a lifestyle person or whatever that would be at the time. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know people yeah. actually. Let me tell you what it was. I didn't know people who are doing lifestyle content were journalists, babe. 
Wow. I did not know that. I actually didn't know people who are doing news reading were journalist majors or, com- mm. or communication majors. Like I didn't have that information. Yeah. I know it sounds like everyone should have that information. Especially, oh, be. I didn't have yeah. that. And then, you know, we are told if you want to become if you want to get into media, you do mass com. Yeah. Bcom. Bcom. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was, at the time it was mass communications. Mm-hmm. And, and let me just tell you something about psychology. I, I, I was, the way the books looked, put mm. me off. Yeah. The way the literature looked, mm. the things I'm going to be studying, it looked very dull yeah. and depressing. So, so true. I, 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 it, there was the, the thing to excite me, when I see other journalists who are thriving and they did journalism, I'm like, who the fuck was your mentor? Because I mm. needed that. Mm. Who was your career coach? Cause I didn't, maybe that's where I missed. Yeah. So anyway, the, the advice I'd give to my younger self is those things that you're second guessing and saying, no, just do this one. Cause it's, it's going to pay more mm. or it's what your society expects of you as your family expects of you. No, just, you know, I, I got into the career I'm in because my dad came and told me, Actually, you're a creative, so do marketing because marketers are the ones who build creative Real billboards. Boards. Yeah, I remember you said. That. And I said, okay, that's fantastic. At right. least I'll be close enough, you know. Mm. But I, it's only now that later I realized, oh shit, you mean what I really wanted to do was connect with audiences, was right. to do stories. Like I would love to do a, a series that touches on social issues affecting women. Ooh. You know, sexual reproductive health, mm. gender-based violence. Mm. Can you imagine me? I'm just like, oh my god, where do we start? Sign me up. You'd be amazing. Yeah. So I, so I mean, better late than never. I'm happy that I'm here. Yeah. And, and basically it's like, listen, if you're in your twenties and you're like, there are things that you like, there are things that you like, please do them before you start moving out, Mm -hmm. before you start getting children. Right. Before the world confuses, confuses you and convinces you that. Otherwise, yes, explore, explore, explore. You know what, why I really like what you're saying is because as, as we started this episode by saying life gets so hard. So if you're already doing something that you are naturally good at, you're removing so many barriers of of resistance. I agree. You know? I agree. Like if you if like let's say you are a professional, you know, painter right now, even with life throwing all the an things artist. at you and an, <laughs> you know, an artist. Isn't that sexy being an artist? Girl. Anyway, sorry, I'm interrupting. Go ahead. <laughs> I got excited there for a second. You Julia is an artist. <laughs> Julia is an artist. I can totally see that. Like it, it makes, it just makes life, cause life gets so fucking hard, you guys. Yeah. Like, wow. <laughs> adulting, gets, is hey, adulting is the ghetto. So if, if, if you're already doing something that you're naturally good at, that's just the least amount um, of resistance. And I just wonder why nobody schools us that way. Like wh- where is that knowledge supposed to come from? As you said, is it, cause I, I know when I was in uni, there was a careers something course or, or I don't know, resource where you could be coached on these things. But I feel like that was too late. Like mm. it can't be at uni level. That's way too. You've late. already picked your. You picked up your your, your major and your and your ideas on who you are. You mm. know. Um, and I just feel like maybe in high school, those home science things. Instead of teaching home science, maybe yeah, there should be some more career coaching. There should be career coaching in 100%. high school. I agree, Sharon. Yeah. There should be, and it should not be a sterile thing no. where you say if Ati, this guy is coming to talk about career, career, so you can be a pilot, <laughs> you can be a shopkeeper, right. you can be because no. I remember those are the career things we used to get mm. in high school, but no, they it, were they were not inspiring. They were boring oh. as fuck, and then you're not you, you because, can't see yourself yeah. in those. In those, I think, in those um, scenarios. I think for me, the real career coaching begins from a place of self-awareness. I think that you, sh- you need to go on a journey of self-awareness to know what are your gifts? What, what are you good at? What are you naturally inclined to? Yeah. And then you now see extrapolation, say, Sawa, 
if you love justice and and you know standing up for people naturally you can get into law or activism or space or that kind of thing and i think that's where the real career coaching starts from but you see in high school sharon mm. you don't know no this i the, i think you you knew i think but i think in high school mm. you you you're you're young you're a teenager but there's things babe i, once, I feel hang on mm. once in a while you'd mm. be like because me at some point i wanted to be a vet because i loved animals Mm-mm. another time i was like i want to be a pilot because i want to travel mm. but what i think you might think you know you're like you see i didn't have confidence where, where the hell would they say i want to be an artist to be creative you know there were no existing jobs in the interests that i had Mm. So what I think I really needed is guidance. Yes, so for somebody yeah. else to mm. come and tell me, Julia, we've been having this chat for the past month mm. and I've been observing you. I think explore this, this and this. Let's, let's mm. have a chat after four months. Yes. That yes. kind of guidance. And uh, yeah. in, in high school, I did not have the self-awareness to go within. And for me, that's more my point. I think we, we, the way we are career coached is towards a certain job. Right. And I right. think that's the problem. That's what I'm saying. I don't think it should be about what, what job you can do. Cause if you think about the future of work and, and how roles have changed over the years. And the thing is, I think what, what teachers and your, your guardians should do is they need to observe you, as you've said, and see what you're good at. What are you inclined exactly. to? Exactly. Not what you say you want to be when you grow up. Yeah. Because we have no idea what, what it takes, what is required. It's what, like the way you are naturally good at art. Mm. That, that's a basis, a simple basis to start coaching you towards artistic or artistically inclined roles, not yeah. jobs. Because yeah. roles and jobs are, are two very different things. Mm, mm. So I think the, the, the teachers, your parents, your guardians should work in tandem to help you lean into what you're good at and push you in that direction. Cause I know for me, as, as I said earlier, my dad was just like, this babe just talks. <laughs> so journalism, okay. that, that makes sense. And, but it came from a point of being of him seeing what, what I'm naturally into or where I'm gifted at. And so journalism worked out for me. And, and I feel like that, that is when you, when you always ask me, how did you know what I wanted? I don't think I knew what I wanted. I didn't know what journalism was mm. till I was old enough or till my dad said, actually, you know, this thing that you're doing would make you a good journalist. But for me, he just allowed me to, to be, to be who I am and to lean into my own gifts. And yeah. then he's the one who said, actually, do, yeah. journalist. so I've always known from my young age, I want to be a journalist, but I didn't even know what a journalist was, mm. per se. Okay. Yeah. So that actually brings me to my, my next point about uni. And I think my uni, <laughs> my, my uni self, now that I think about it in hindsight, you know, I had a lot of self-image issues. Like, cause that's when, that's when I really now hit puberty and I stopped being a tomboy or stopped. Like I, I now started growing like boobs and whatever. Like I started looking <laughs> like, a, like a woman and I'd just gone to the UK and my, my body type at the time was, cause you know how d- different body types are on trend in different times of, of, of years. Right. And at the time it was that very much like, you know, um, slim, very, very, very slim, like thin like, is in, that's thin what they in. say. That, that is what was happening at the time. And so I was very thin and very slim. Um, and I was getting a lot of attention from specifically Caucasian men, not black men, which is what I'd been accustomed to. Cause obviously see, I'm from Africa. Like that's, that's all I've been exposed to. And, um, I just remember feeling like so conflicted about whether I am sexy or beautiful 
because I feel like to the people that I was attracted to, because I was only attracted to African guys or black men, because that's what I was used to. But then I was getting attention from Caucasian men and I wasn't necessarily used to that. Like I, I felt fetishized more than I did admired or adored. And so I just, I was really struggling with my body image and I really struggled with whether I am sexy or whether I'm beautiful. And I think it really led me to, I really like, oh man, I, I feel like that's when I was at the peak of like, let's, let's call it a whole phase, <laughs> you know, because I was just searching for, for love in mm. the wrong places, you know, Heaven, it sounds like you had a bit of like an identity I had an ident- identity crisis, culture shock. Culture shock. And, um, you know, I, I just, I didn't, I was learning who I am as a woman. I was learning my, my now my femi- feminine energy was, 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 was showing up. And I, I, didn't, I didn't understand it. I didn't know what to do with it. And I was just so confused because I identified as a tomboy even, even when I, I looked, you know, proverbially very feminine and like a, you know, model-esque, whatever. But I didn't feel that way. I didn't feel that confident. And so to that version of myself, I would just say that like your, your body has nothing to do with how beautiful you are. Mm. The, the thing that is beautiful about you, Sharon, me, is your, your heart, your mind, your, your compassion, your empathy, you know, your things that are literally nothing to do with your physical appearance, you know? And, and I would really want her to hold on to that because when I lost sight of that, it took me down really dangerous by dangerous. I mean, emotionally dangerous places where I felt like I was at the mercy of, of different men and different, you know, emotionally abusive, abusive relationships and, and men, whether they were my boyfriends or not, my boyfriends, whatever the hell they were, but I just felt like I was at their mercy and I was always posturing and I just fucking hated that, that version of myself. Like it, it's, it brings me a lot of like disdain when I think about how I, I came into being a woman, you know, um, I obviously don't blame, blame myself because I, I did what I could with the information I had, but I feel like if I just had more confidence in the fact that what makes me a dope person is not what I look like, yeah, it's who I am and my intentions, then I wouldn't have been so easily swayed mm. and confused and, you know, just, yeah. So I feel like um, that would be my advice to her. Just know your beauty runs deeper than, than, than the physical. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, babes. <laughs> hey, that was a rough time. Oh no! Mm. Look yeah. at you now. Oh, yes, babe. This episode. I. I <laughs> gosh, I haven't stepped away from the mic. <laughs> okay, let me just pick it up then. Let me go. Let me go. Um, some advice to my younger self. Your parents were right. Oh. But okay. also, uh-huh. they weren't. Uh-huh. And this is what I mean. Um, let me, you get to a certain age in life, and I think it's, this occurs, this epiphany comes to you at different times in your life, mm. uh, or uh, to different, it comes at different ages to different mm. people, uh, depending on what you're going through. But like, 
those things that your mom was like warning you against or your dad is just like are you sure those are the people you want to hang out with? There's something wrong with this friend of mm. yours. There's, her spirit is not, I don't like her. And you're just like, my mom just didn't get, she's, she's too religious or she's too, you know, or my dad is just like, ah, you're just being petty. Mm. It's always comes around to them being right. Yeah. And the people <sighs> so they want you against, the lifestyle mm-hmm. they want you against, the, the the generalizations of there's some things that you're some just stereotypes you're just yeah. like I it's not everyone it's not <laughs> <laughs> not but, all DJs are bad yeah you know but then now you come to life you're like okay wow <laughs> okay not all but this one really was <laughs> imagine the Bible says honor your father and mother really? and they say that's the so only that your days are long yes they say mm. that's the only commandment with a promise. Oh yes, so that one, so that your days on earth are increased. But um, honoring, and I think there's honoring, there's mm-hmm. and then there's obey. There's obey, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's so true. By me saying they also weren't is because we are the way we are because of how our parents brought us up. Yeah. Okay. And I mean, yeah. this is like our deficiencies. Mm. Um, we have our traumas because of what happened to us between the ages of zero to seven years old. Mm. Bruce Lipton says this. You can check out his talk on, or his, his interview on YouTube. That's Bruce Lipton. Um, but anyways, the, the, our parents, I don't blame my parents for like the traumas I have now because they were doing the best they could yeah they they transferred as little generational trauma generational trauma as they they you know, they did their best yeah because what they went through was worse, was worse yeah. you know so what i mean by they were also warrant is there are some things like for example i don't agree that i need to be disciplined about you know, or there are some things I'm just like, man, that was really unnecessary. Yeah. Um, and now when mom and I or dad and I talk about these things, mostly mom and I. Yeah. Does she acknowledge? Of course. Oh. She's like, I, you know, and you now you, you just have so much sympathy for this 25 year old, yeah, 23 year really. old girl with a kid. Right. And she's married yeah. and, you know, now she has another kid on the way and then there's another yeah, one, you know. Actually. So now you just start to look, I'm like, I'm, I am 34. I can't, what? <laughs> Of course, <laughs> like how where they were. Yeah, if you were to put us there, yeah, I'd lose my shit. Exactly. So that's what I would, I would, I would advise my younger self um, is that um, have some grace towards your parents. Mm. Um, it, it, it might feel like they are holding you back, and sometimes family does that. Actually, parents really hold you back. Mm. They can, they can misdirect you. They, they'll be like, no, 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 no. You have to do medicine. Yeah. No, 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 no. That's what I mean by they're right, but they're also not. Mm. Um, but fi- you know, I just figure that honor your, honor your father and your mother, like give them that grace. Um, but you truly, truly, truly have to figure out how to find your own voice Yeah. while still giving them the respect that they, mm-hmm. they, 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 they require from you. Yeah. Because it's in my learning that, for me to get to a point where my mom and I and my dad and I can talk about certain things, I had to let go of a lot of, but how come, but mm. why? You just have to let that shit go. Uh, you know, for me anyways, I had to just be like, you know what? And then it's like now when you even change, because me, I came from that teenagehood of, I wasn't rebellious in the sense that if I'm told to come home, I don't come home. And I was not rebellious, but I would question authority. Yeah. I never used to understand why things are happening, they're happening. Mm. You know, I'm like, but but I need, me, I want you to tell me why. Mm. But me, they are not equipped to talk to 
a kid. Right, like that. Like then they are just like, listen, we have told you to finish yeah. eating, you go do your homework, you <laughs> stop it. And I'm just like, but I like, see, like, it's Friday, like, so. <laughs> 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 yeah, so, so, so I think the, 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 the main reason I wrote that was that, um, when your, when your mom tells you something, just hold on to it. Yeah. Don't dismiss it. Um, cause one time you'll be like, oh wow, mm-hmm. I get it now. And they always have your best interest. Always have their, your best interest. Most of Most them. Most of they them. Are, they are, they are not, a lot of not generalized. toxic parents there. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Sharon? So, um, so my final one is now advice to my, my current self. Mm. So my younger, like let's say last week, yesterday, me, me, me as me, but, um, and I think where I was coming from with this one is, you know, as you get older, and I think it's one of the sort of tragedies about time, you 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 always feel like it's running out. Mm. And and the, the the that feeling of like time is running out makes you, you know, go about things in a nervous way. Like you have you're anxious because yes. you're trying to to meet certain, I don't know, targets or certain um, you're trying to hit certain milestones by a certain age. I'm like, I'm, I'm 29 now I'm getting to 30 and I really was heavily thinking about, you know, marriage and kids and I don't know, all sorts of things. And, you know, I even sometimes forget to enjoy and experience the, the wonderful things that are happening around me. Right. And the bad things that are happening because this honestly, why we've been on the break for me, there's been a lot of hard, 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 hard things that I've had to 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 deal with um, in the last few few weeks, and I think my advice would just be, you know, that as much as you feel like time is running out for whatever stupid reason, mm. but that time, time, time will heal all these wounds. Yeah, you know, like that's time. Time will heal wounds. Like the and and you're not running out of time. Like you're, 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 you're still young, you know, there's, there's so much ahead of you. There's so much time to do the things you want to do. You know, the, you're, yes, you're in the rat race, but it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a long, it's a long, um, journey. You know, it's, it's not, I think sometimes I get so caught up in, in trying to, to, to do everything so quickly because I've, I've got this ambitious goals and, and, whenever I go through a really hard period, yeah. I feel like I don't have time to deal with this shit. Mm. Like I'm, I'm, I'm too busy, too busy to, to, to be sick, too busy to be unwell, too busy to be heartbroken. Like I don't have time for this. I'm trying to, you know, rise up corporate Kenya and whatever. Yeah. And it's just like, no baby girl, like take, take your time, slow down. Time will heal all these, the, the wounds that have been caused by, rushing if you let it though if you yeah if, of course if you let you, it and i think ha- that's what i i mm. need to start doing letting time take its 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 course right you know? right so that's been a very heavy lesson i've learned literally yesterday this morning now like i'm i'm reveling in that lesson of time will will heal everything mm. you know yeah yeah time is a gift mm. Okay, so um, I'm not yet done. <laughs> me, I thought when you when we said okay, we're gonna come with a list. Me, I wrote some shit, so I'm not I'm not gonna get into detail. Okay, go ahead. But please. if you want to like jump on it, 
feel ah, free. You know me, because I don't want to get into the. I don't want the podcast <laughs> to go open for four hours. I told you guys, me, I'm going to write a book or even create a series inspired by my fucking life. I love it because it's hectic. I love um, it. and there's also beautiful things in life. But so some other things I would say to my younger self. Are you ready? Yes. Um, love is not in the club. In the club. Ooh. In the club. Ooh. This is now me. I'm just talking to that 24 year old who had just broken up with who she thought was the love of her life. Mm. And instead of going out to have fun, mm-hmm. you're going out hoping you meet someone. And oh this is hard gosh. for me to fucking admit. Babe. It is hard for me to admit. But let me tell you, I used to be like, is it him? Is it him? Is it you? Is it you? Are you the one? Are you the one? It was horrible. Yeah. Until I had to go into a space of fuck it, you know. But that <laughs> took a long time, man. You know. Um, so I know there's, there's actually a couple I met recently who are so happy. They've been mm. together three, three years and they met in the club. I know like two, three couples who've met in the club. Yeah. The club is a social scene. You meet people from... I mean, you meet people you don't know, people mm-hmm. you know, friends of friends. It's 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 a social setup, so yeah. you can. But I just feel like, for me, I would just tell my younger self, sweetie, just, just, just go and have fun. Yeah, figure what the fuck that means. Right mm-hmm. now, when I go out, I am going to have my you fun. Exactly. I'm not going to look for nobody. Right. You know, I'm not. I'm not like you know. My cousin met somebody at a, at a house party, so maybe mm-hmm. this house party I'll meet someone cute. You know, and I, yeah, it's just like ugh, yuck. All right. Another thing I would tell my younger self mm-hmm. is, um, um, the company you keep. Oh, wait, let me just, even before I go to the company you pick, it's mm-hmm. not your job to make others happy. Yeah. How others feel also is none of your business. It's a them issue. Mm. I used to feel like how I need to, especially like in relationships, mm-hmm. I used to put like my partner's feelings before mine. Yeah. And if there's any change, I used to be like, are you okay? Are we okay? Can mm. I do something? And I'm always like, you know, and it's not my job to make other people happy. Like if they're unhappy, it's, I need to start putting, putting, so putting so much pressure on myself to fix the situation. Mm. Um, and I think that's something I'd tell my younger self because that's something I did even in friendships. Like, um, well, friendships not so much because I think my friendships are pretty easy and yeah. laid back. But mm. now I see it. I can see it now through therapy. I'm like, oh shit, I was doing it all this time. Mm. Yeah. So it's, it's not a, it's a them problem. And, and, we, and we, as we're speaking about not other people, the company you keep can yeah. really make you or break you. Um, so, so I tell my younger self that, um, those people who you think are boring or maybe you yeah. have, you have nothing in common <laughs> or uh, you just don't get each other. Imagine give them a chance yeah. because I'm, I mean, I'm happy that I, I think there's just like one friend mm. who I wish I never met this Damn. individual I'm telling you about. Oh, this, yeah, they the introduced some weird ideologies in my life. You know, just looking at world in a very suspicious way and right. gossiping. And I remember just thinking, I every time I hang out with this person, I feel so cheerful. But mm. they were so much fun. Mm-mm. So I'd be like, just be wary of the ca- company you keep. Mm-hmm. Actually, it can make or break you. Um, finally, I mean, I'd also tell myself, I'll tell my younger self, sweetie, if something feels off, yes, Oh my God. Something is off. Yeah. Trust that instinct. Trust that instinct. Now, what you need to learn is how to exercise the, 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 to, to trust that because intuition is like a muscle. You have to work, Mm, you have to keep 
for sure working on it mm. for it to get stronger yeah so it 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 is bigger than your doubt mm. but also you have to learn how to react with that information Okay. Ooh, so if yeah. something feels off, you don't go and tell something feels something off. Something feels off and then <laughs> that's so true. You know, um and that's something I'm still learning today. Like so how do you react to that that information? Like what what's a good way if something feels off with, between us babe? How would you come tell me? Wait for the right time to say it, mm. not just Babe, I'm not okay with how you talked to me yesterday, you know, first of all, like your attitude was off. Say, yo, we are not in a good place yeah. or maybe we are not in the right time. You know, timing is important. Mm. And I think that's a, it's a wisdom. It is. It's yeah. a wisdom. Yeah. And yeah. you can only learn that through life experience. Um, and a little bit through God because wisdom comes from God. I don't know why I'm scripture quoting today, guys. It's You're so doing weird. so well. So weird. I love it. <laughs> I didn't even know you had this man and he's in it, this class. Yeah, but wisdom, they say wisdom comes from God. It does. So, it does. so King Solomon, I think. But um, yeah, blah, 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 blah. if something feels off, yeah, like you have to trust your intuition Um, and learn what which one is in your intuition, which one is your insecurity, which one is your trauma. All these voices are within you. Mm. Um, And then now what to do after. Oh, you're saying what to do after. It's like the timing, you know. Um, And then first of all, timing. And then if at all, it needs to be addressed. You know, there's some things you'd be like, something is off here. Yeah. Wait, it. leave it mm. because it'll, 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 it's a G, it's a G, it will come out come, itself yes, and you yes. don't, you don't have to bring it up. Right. Um, and that is advice I'd actually give to my younger self and to my current self. So when Sharon was talking about advice to her younger self and her current self, she, I was like, okay, I didn't write anything for my current self. So let me write them really quickly. Yo, I need to just run through this real quick, guys. Go, go babes. Okay. This, you know, it's a podcast. It's a podcast. We have a long, babes. Um, um, I already went through this one. I was saying, yes, you are creative through and through. So don't doubt your, 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 your sense mm. um, and you move to your own beat. I want to just reiterate that people need to trust that yeah. and just lean into it more. Look for community or people who are like move to the same groove as mm. you um, so that you can uplift each other. Now to my current self, this is how I wrote it down. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to laugh because I haven't really prepped for this part. I said here, remember when you were like X kilograms and you thought you were way too heavy and now you look back and look look back because you're heavier and you're like, oh my God, I was so hot. What the fuck? <laughs> so the point is, where you are, you must love where you are now. Yes. How you look now. Yeah. And appreciate all the things that your body is doing for you to be alive. Right. Yes. You can't const- like the chase of the flat tummy mm. and the six pack, and the, it's okay to have goals, but find a way to appreciate. Look are. at yourself now and say, "Yes, it's who I am." Ooh, yes, because now I look back at my old pictures and I'm like, "Do you know? I remember going to the gym six, seven times a week because I'm feeling because I was feeling I'm big then, and I'm like, this is the body I'm trying to go back to now.'" Wow. Do you know what I mean? Crazy. It's crazy. Like you don't appreciate what your body is doing for you. Yeah. You don't appreciate how beautiful you are then. Mm. How like man, so now I'm just like, hey, me, I'm here, I can walk. Anyway, just appreciate. Appreciate where you are now. Completely. And and for me, I always go back to figure out how to. This is now advice to my current self. Mm. It's a figuring out. Mm. It's a constant because you'll always have things thrown at you that take you away from it mm. then you go back to your old way of thinking yeah but the whole point of growth is to you have to keep reminding yourself okay mm-hmm. another thing i would say is um to my current self is it's okay to say no yes yeah that's something that i'm still learning i'm still like eh. yeah it's okay to say no and it's it's okay to 
walk away from situations that you don't feel like doing. You don't have to do things for other people. Mm-hmm. Um, prioritize rest, rest, prioritize rest. Yeah. Prioritize sleep, prioritize time with yourself. That's something I'm trying to advise myself because I've always been uh, going with the crowd. Like, I mean, I'd, I'd make my own decisions, but honestly, it's like, if you call me like, babe, we're going in here. I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. I feel bad saying no, because mm, I don't disappoint you. So I, I'll, I'm like, okay, I'll just come for one hour. But really, I don't need to. Yeah. And I, 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 you know, so I'm trying to kill this fucking monster in my mind called FOMO. Mm, um, because I, I was a bitch. Yeah. So I'm trying to prioritize myself. And even if so-and-so has gone to do what and they're aware, it's okay. Just prioritize time with yourself. Yeah. And rest and mm. yeah, because I'm always on the goal is thinking always, and I'm just like, no, prioritize self and your mental wellness. I love it. Um, something else I tell myself is comparison will fucking kill you, bitch. Do not compare. Yes. I think it's even back to what you're saying. You said love, love where you are. You love your body where it's at. Where it's at. I feel like you should just love yourself in general where, in now. In general, where you're at. Yeah. You know? And I mean by comparing is that, oh, Sharon, um, has a boyfriend and I mm. don't. Oh my God. Mm. Sharon has a new car and she has gone on holiday four times this month. Mm. Oh my God. Like imagine just stop. Stop. Just, that yeah. thing, that thing, that thing can kill you. Even if it means muting people. I'm, I actively mute you know, people. Yeah. You don't know me that, that habit of muting people. Even if they've not done anything wrong to you. They're just triggering you right, at that moment. You're guarding yourself. I would. I never used you're to. You're protecting do that. yourself. Yeah, maybe there's somebody who has like a business that they're they're so successful in, and it's a business you always wanted to have. Right. Or maybe you have the same business, and theirs is more successful. Right. And every time you see them with new you customers, you're getting triggered, triggered, triggered. triggered. Right. So it's like, don't find a way to protect yourself. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and you surround yourself with people who are going to uplift you and uplift mm. you know whatever or challenge you positively. Yeah. If you're not in a place where you can accept somebody else's somebody else's success. Yes. Right. Accept it and just create some space between you and that person. Mm. You must do that. Hey. You must do that and find other ways to, to build yourself up. Mm. Um, um, and my last two is spend more time with your parents. I used right. to do a lot of, yeah. you know, I just hanging out with friends, hanging mm-hmm. out with this. It's like, now I'm valuing so much more time, but I want to make more time. Mm. Like I, I don't want to just talk to mom on the phone for an hour. Yeah. I want to go to the house. She's always asking, literally she's asking for the past month when she's coming home for tea. So oh. I just need to, I want to make more time for my parents. Yeah. Um, I have a friend who li- recently lost one of their parents oh, and I gosh. knew this parent that they lost. And I was just like, yo, like I have yeah. to stop putting off these things. Mm-hmm. And, um, finally, the advice I'd, I want to give myself right now, and it's something I have to, want to keep reminding myself. Mm-hmm. Eh? It's something I know, but it's one of the things you have to keep reminding yourself mm-hmm. is that every problem that you're facing in your life is the beginning of a solution. Mm-hmm. When you pray to wow. God, hi God, when you pray to God and you say, I want a new car. Mm-hmm. I'm just using a car as an example. God doesn't give you a car. Yeah, he gives you a series of problems to solve, and this is my relationship with God. Please don't judge me. This is my relationship with who I, whoever I pray to. I don't think God gives you the thing you ask for. Mm. He gives you situations that you need to solve that, that lead you to the thing. So you by want. the time you're writing down a check to make a down payment on your car, you're like, oh my gosh, you mean it started with that time I lost this yeah. job and then I had to find out how to hustle this and then I had right. to go for this training. Then I went for this meeting and then I did this and then I even lost the car I have and then I, then you go. So right. every time you have, I don't, I feel like every, I, the way the universe is designed is mm. that, 
we are constantly in a state of problem solving. Mm. Um, and that's what makes us wake up in the morning. If we got, if we had everything we wanted, yeah, within a week we'd be bored to death. For example, the new iPhone comes out. You're like, oh my god, I'm so excited! I have to get this phone. Ah. And you say for it, mm, say for it. <laughs> then you have this phone. It costs one thousand seven hundred dollars. What? <laughs> within two weeks, and she kind of like, oh, okay, cool. That's it. Like that's it. <laughs> so true. So, babe. but then you get a new problem. You're like, shit. Now I need to buy land, or like, shit. Uh-huh. Now I need to get my medical insurance up to date. Figure out how to get money. Right. So you are constantly in a state of problem solving. So instead of complaining yeah. about the problems, mm. just accept that there are beginnings of solutions. And f- oh. and and I believe in every problem you're in. Imagine there's like a joy in it. Right. There's a, like, there's, yeah. There's a mm. like the way in a hurricane. There's an eye. eye there's a peace. Yeah. There's a, there's, a, there's an eye of the hurricane. I think. I think in all these situations, there's something that you. There's a place you can find a capice. Oh, wow. So 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 this is something I have to keep reminding myself, baby. Because mm-hmm. I'm always like, man, what the fuck is this shit again? Mm-hmm. Yeah, babe. Yeah, I mean, but it, this is the training I'm trying to give myself because I have been very cynical for a lot of my life. Yeah. Then I'm coming to a place where I'm like, okay, so problems are here to serve us. So mm-hmm. you know, yeah. So this is the advice I'd like to give to myself I right love, now. And I to, love that last one. <laughs> and to I've, keep reminding. Yeah, I'm so gonna take that into into account. That last one of just finding that that ca- ca joy yeah that ca little that's that's the quiet place the eye in the hurricane. In, in the hurricane um yeah I, I don't even know how one goes about doing that but it's already given me some reprieve even just thinking about it i'm just like wow yeah. that sounds wonderful you yeah know? and maybe like, one final one i've just remembered i posted it because i was reading about this mm-hmm. i remember I, I, I it's okay it says honor the gestation period i put it on my instagram mm-hmm. a few weeks ago by gestation period i mean is for when you ask for something it takes time even when you ask god for a child i don't know why god is coming up today bro yeah you're but really yeah it's not me i don't know what's going on maybe my mom is praying for me <laughs> or maybe you're speaking to me because i've really been looking for 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 god oh Just yeah you have yeah, it's been it's been uh, yeah life took me there babe okay babe yeah so when you ask god for something mm. even let's say you ask god for a child he, you still have to wait nine to ten months to meet this mm. baby you still have to wait 40 weeks mm-hmm. you, you, go, you don't go like i prayed three months ago what's up <laughs> You know, you you don't go put uh, a seed in kamaindikwa in the soil, yeah. And then after two days, you're like, man, I knew it. God doesn't listen. As it's gonna still take some time for you to see even any sign mm. of growth above the surface. So there's that gestation period is that problem solving period. Things ah, are coming. Things yeah. are coming. You have to be ready for that car you've asked for. Right. If you're given the car now, you have no idea how to take care of it. Right. You don't even have the money to take care of it. Mm, or the sweat. You, you don't even you've not and I don't even put that earning there. Mm. I don't think you need to sweat for everything. But you're not ready for what you the reason you don't have what you want right now is because you're just not ready for it. You're not aligned to it. So by the time you get it, you are. By the time you get that big house, you have the resources to maintain that household to pay for the utilities in it. Mm. Okay? Yes. You're able to yeah. Yes, you're able to run that household. Yeah. You're able you know what it takes to You have to, the discipline to exactly yeah, run it, to run, run the, the home and all these things. So so that gestation period is preparing you for this ah, thing. Yeah. And I think we forget that. I forget that all the time, especially mm-hmm. because when I see my prayers being answered in other people before mine. Wow, yeah. Damn. Yeah. So anyways, hey. that's just where I'm at. And that's what I'd like to advise myself. And wow. also life is short. I mean, one of the, what are they called? The Quavo brothers. He died. Yeah. Did you see? Oh my God. I'm just like, you guys. And, and Davido's son. Oh yes, another one on the album. I saw. 
life is cruel. Sometimes. I saw, I Imagine. saw. Yeah, he drowned or something. Mm. And the, mm-hmm. was it Debunch, mm-hmm. his son drowned, was it three years ago? Like, yes, yes. Hey, man. That's why a lot of people are taking their babies swimming. Um, to learn how to swim. I also know somebody who, uh, who lost a child that way. Mm. Yeah, no, it's been a very dark world in dark time in entertainment. Yeah, and a lot of divorces. Yes, babe. Was it you who posted that those divorces? Gosh, me down the shocked me was Tia, Tia and yeah. and Tori. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, gosh. All right, guys. Hey. Um, that brings us to the end of this podcast. Yes. I think it's been a huge recap. You can see we were just we needed to do this episode yeah. for us to kick us off. We have mm. we have stuff that's been lined up this whole time that we've been away. Yep. Um, we have guests coming in. Yep. We're excited to just get going I and know. to get moving. Um, <laughs> I think I, I I'm happy that Sharon that we're able to do this. Honestly, yes. like yeah. this is our space. It's our safe space. It's our we we love being here, guys. Yeah, mm. and and I think one thing I'm really really appreciative of is that we have such an amazing like audience an amazing yeah. fan base mm-hmm. our followers are so receptive to our stuff so we really do appreciate you guys if you want to be a part of this episode with your voice I know at the end of every episode you hear you yes. hear people I'm- giving feedback please let us know what is one just one piece of advice yeah. you would love to give yourself you can leave us a voice note on our instagram at it's related, related i promise yeah. um i know they are the, the invoice the mess the voice notes on anchor are not working yeah, at the anymore. moment yeah i noticed I, I, when i when i started my podcast i got one voice note and then it disappeared yeah they removed the feature they discontinued it yeah okay fine yeah. so if you want to leave us a voice note just leave it leave, leave us a voice note on instagram on instagram and we may select it to be part of our next podcast yeah. until next time i'm jules And I'm Sharon. And as always, remember, it's related. I promise.